welcome to A Mud Mat for Living, the podcast that explores the use of the hero's journey as a psychological tool for navigating and problem-solving everyday life, or, as I call it, a mud mat for living. I'm Clive Williams, psychologist, and for the past 29 years, I've been using the hero's journey as this compass, as this mud map for navigating and problem-solving not only my own life dilemmas, but those of my clients. I hope you find these podcasts interesting, but most importantly, practical. So I'm thinking, this is it. My bliss train has pulled in, I'm getting on, I'm not getting off, look out world, here I come. Now, this all sounds well and good, you know, getting money to develop and write a play. I mean, it sounds pretty straightforward. But in reality, developing and writing an entire play is pretty stressful, pretty challenging. I'd workshop plays of other playwrights, I'd put some ideas together, I'd done some short scenes, but the whole play thing... So I did what any anxious person would do. I panicked and I began to look at how to write a play books, right? And there's lots. Um, But I also knew, you know, by this stage that, you know, the repeated listenings to Joseph Campbell, the interview, that remember he'd not only talked about bliss, but he talked about this recurring storyline across time, the monomyth, the, the thing that he called the hero's journey. Now, initially, when I'd heard that idea, I, I didn't buy it. You know, the, the idea of one story occurring across all cultures, across time, you know, I just, I just wasn't going there. But when you're anxious, anxious people do anything to find a solution. So I thought, okay, maybe the monomyth, maybe this hero's journey is the answer. If it is, or if there is this thing, the same storyline being told over and over again in many different ways... Well, I'll just take the same storyline and tell it in my own unique way, you know, problem solved. So I'm trying to write the play and, you know, while it sounds easy to follow what you think is some formula for writing a play, um, it, it actually was still pretty difficult. Like, what? how will I make this unique? How will I put it into my own words? So then I'm turning to other how-to-write books. And I discovered one directly based on using the hero's journey. Not to write plays, but to write screenplays. And I'm thinking, well, you know, screenplay, play, pretty much the same thing. So the book for writing screenplays that was written by someone called Chris Vogler. It's a book called The Writer's Journey, Mythic Structure for Writers. You know, again, this idea of myth. So, you know, Campbell's book, the one where he talks about the hero's journey, is called The Hero with a Thousand Faces. And it is chock full of examples of heroes' journeys, but it's 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 dense. It's not an easy read. It's academic. Vogler's book, on the other hand, he'd taken Campbell's work and kind of turned it into how to use the hero's journey for dummies, yeah, if you want to be a writer. So I'm using Vogler's book, Campbell's book, you know, t- to write this play. And then something weird begins to happen. I get this idea that aspects of the hero's journey are occurring in my everyday life. 
the stuff that Campbell and Vogler have written about, you know, the very stages of the hero's journey, the archetypal characters, the tests, the, the bleak moments for the hero, I begin to think I'm seeing these things happen in my everyday work, my home life, my family, my friends, my relationship. Now remember, I'm still working as a psychologist to pay bills. I'm still using evidence-based science to work with clients. Remember, I, I don't do myths. I, I like facts. So this next bit is, a, is an excerpt from my book. And these are the, the words, how I describe that initial experience of thinking my life was following the storyline of a hero's journey. Here it is. Before ebooks and downloads, whenever I read a book, I would write all over it, in the margins, on the inside leaf, anywhere. I wrote all over Vogler's book, and at that time, I wrote on the blank page, opposite stage six, tests, allies, and enemies. This is what I wrote. No doll, no behaving badly, no James Cook University, no La Luna, no car, no watch, no The House is Live, no phone, no play lab, no job. Now that's 25, almost 30 years ago now that I wrote in those margins. But I remember each of those catastrophes that were happening at that time. I was about to be excluded from the unemployment benefits, the dole. I had no savings. The play I had been commissioned to write, Behaving Badly, was not going to have a second season. A job I'd hoped for at James Cook University hadn't happened. I had not got the job at La Luna, another theatre company. I had to sell my car. I'd lost my watch. The company of actors I'd assembled, The House is Live, they'd just been unsuccessful yet again in applying for funding. My phone was about to be cut off. The job I thought that would happen at the playwriting organisation, Play Lab, had gone to someone else. I had no real income, job or prospects. So, here I was giving it my all, risking everything, certain that to work in theatre was to follow my bliss, and yet everything was going wrong. I railed against the unfairness of it all. I told colleagues and friends how hard I was working, how life was, you know, conspiring against me. The victim in me was alive and well. Poor, poor Clive. Then I would read Vogler's book. I'd think about what Campbell had said. Were these catastrophes, what Campbell and Vogler referred to as trials and tests of the hero? I mean, trials are the essential part of the hero's journey, right? Tests and trials are those moments in the hero's journey where the hero is forced, yes, forced, to learn new skills, which will eventually create the new life for him or her. You know, think, think Dorothy in The Wizard of Oz or Harry Potter or Ray or Luke in Star Wars. So I'm thinking, are these catastrophes part of my journey? Am I being forced to learn new skills? Every example provided by Vogler and Campbell reminded me that obstacles, tests, trials, they weren't to teach the hero that, you know, life sucks, life's awful. 
but the hero for the hero to realize that life requires you to do more to become more and particularly when you don't feel like doing it such forced trials were in fact opportunities for the hero to uncover qualities in himself herself that we didn't know we possessed these qualities skills and experience would then be needed by the hero to solve the big life problem that he was facing and that would indeed learn to a new life a new way of living so there i was thinking is, is that what's happening to me in those days i often felt the odds were stacked against me there seemed to be people who were intentionally getting in the way of me having a career as a writer director in theater there were times when despite my best efforts my prolonged efforts it seemed like things just turned to shit you know the forces of evil were winning and i was losing i mean there were times when i felt completely hopeless i mean i was constantly asking myself where the bloody hell is my bliss where is my perfect life but you know this growing awareness you know it started to spread i'm starting you know continuing to read newspapers watch the news and i start to recognize lots of stuff lots of news as a whole bunch of calls to adventure tsunami hits government minister charged politician wins election sportsman faces career ending injury i mean you know a car crash kills parent I knew none of the people in these stories but I was beginning to become more and more aware that in these moments lives had been changed forever. Now that's a call to adventure. A call to adventure disrupts your life, forcing you to change, adapt and problem solve. So it was Vogler's book that provided me with this daily reference point to view my life through the lens of this hero's journey. each day day after day week after week month after month year after year i dipped into the writer's journey not reading it now to write a screenplay or a play but to identify or help be the hero in my own life i began to live my life as a hero's journey i plotted which stage i was at and most importantly when i went into campbell and vogler vogler they also told me what to expect at that stage and what i needed to progress to the next so a change had occurred i was no longer writing plays but i was wanting to author my own life so there i was struggling playwright director psychologist and hero journey believer i was so embarrassed about this that I didn't tell anybody not a soul for 10 years I didn't know back then but listening to that radio that day wanting to find the music but finding Joseph Campbell instead that was a turning point for my life a, a real sliding door moment I had no idea at the time my life was about to change forever and the way that I lived was going to radically change in a million small almost invisible ways 
Here's another quote from Campbell. I always tell my students, follow your bliss. With a deep sense of being in form and going where your body and soul want to go. When you have that feeling, then stay with it and don't let anyone throw you off. End of quote. So, after 10 years of documenting, recording, and living my life as a hero's journey, I decided to break the secrecy. I was working in a psychiatric hospital. And often in these kinds of settings, psychologists are running groups for for inpatients. Inpatients, you know, they're a mixed bunch of very ordinary people, but often with extraordinary levels of pain. There are the first timers who are in shock that their lives ended up in a psychiatric ward. There are the repeat admissions, those who need more respite, more time out from their lives to reorganize. And there's a small but dedicated bunch who visit psych hospitals like a holiday retreat. They organize with their like-minded colleagues to be in hospital at the same time, and they hang out and they do coffee. Anyway, I decide to run a group called How Change Occurs. I didn't mention Joseph Campbell or the hero's journey. I simply outlined the stages of the hero's journey as a bit of a template for how change occurs in life. And that despite the chaos of your life, there's this underlying process evolving. Well, the groups were a hit. Well, they were a hit and a problem. So whenever I ran the group, my room was full, but the other groups, nobody would in those groups. So I had happy inpatients and some grumpy fellow psychologists. Now remember, in a psychiatric hospital, people are not at their best. Not only are their lives often in turmoil, they're often also experimenting with changed or new medications, they're surrounded by strangers, they're in this structured, almost military-like kind of, you know, breakfast at this time, lunch at that time sort of stuff. But there was something about inviting those people to lift the lid off the surface of their lives and look under the hood it seemed to resonate with just about everybody. Now, the weird thing about those groups was that they were often almost silent. Now, initially, that that kind of alarmed me. Why would everybody turn up to a group and then just sit there in silence? You know, I wanted groups to be interactive, but despite all my best questioning, nada, nothing, silence. So then some of the other grumpy psychologists, they wanted to know what's going on in this group session. So I ran one of these groups for them. Same thing. They sat there in silence. Now, over the years since then, I've run lots of groups. You know, basically the hero's journey, how change occurs. And guess what? Almost always people sit there in silence. So what I did then was during the debriefs or after such classes, I've asked people, why the silence? You know, and I've particularly gone out of my way to ask the really garrulous people, you know, those people who almost always have something to say. The answers are often the same. They're sitting there recognizing their own lives. They're sitting there recognizing that under, underneath this chaos, there's this order. So now it's almost 30 years since I stumbled into Joseph Campbell. I continue to live each day as a hero's journey. I continue to spread the word that the recurring storyline throughout history can be used 
as a template or what I call a, a mud map for navigating change. I've written my book, I've written book chapters, I've written journal articles, blog articles, I've presented at conferences and various organisations. And yet I continue to feel embarrassed about my lack of scientific evidence. It's like this itch I just can't figure out how to scratch. For about the last 15 years, really since the arrival of the internet, I went looking for fellow users of the hero's journey. I looked for academics, researchers, practitioners, but I was really wanting to begin or look for empirical evidence. Now, there's a lot out there. There's a lot of people using the hero's journey. There's a lot of writings about the hero's journey, but none of it's really empirical. It's conceptual or like me where I present case presentations about how this life looks, the chaos, and if we look underneath, here is this storyline playing out. Occasionally I run into an academic who's keen to begin the process of looking at, you know, gaining evidence. But inevitably they they disappear on me. I, I never hear from them again. I often feel gaslighted and wonder why the hell they reached out, you know, and said yes to beginning the research, but I'll never know. So look, in the end, I did find my bliss. I do have a life with bucket loads of bliss. I did find a deep abiding love. And all of this came from viewing my life as a series of hero's journey, identifying calls to adventure, the intentional ones and and the ones that knock you sideways. I think of almost each challenge each day as a trial, as a test. What do I have to learn here? What's the polar opposite skill I'm yet to master? I know that there will continue to be moments where it looks like the bad guys are one and I'm about to get squished to death like Luke Skywalker, remember, in the garbage disposal in Star Wars. But this incredible thing, the hero's journey, I have found a way to navigate and problem solve my life. So, and I live in the hope that someday, somewhere, some researcher will contact me and say, okay, let's go get the data. That's it for this episode. Thank you for listening. Remember, if you want to know more, then visit my website, drclivewilliams.com.au. That's drclivewilliams.com.au, where you'll find lots of information on all the stages of the hero's journey. Most importantly, you'll find information on how to recognize the hero's journey in your own daily life and how to progress and problem solve your own story. You'll also find a link to my book, A Mud Map for Living, which is available on Amazon.com and Amazon.com.au. You'll also find other links to some of my other publications and videos. If you want to contact me directly, then please email me at hello at drclivewilliams.com.au. That's hello at drclivewilliams.com.au. And finally... Today's podcast wouldn't be possible without the support and guidance of Jody from Safe Journey Australia. You can find Jody at sjamedia.com.au. Till next time.